Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Just Sports Podcast, where we only talk sports. I'm your host, Will. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Just Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Will, and today we are back with another episode. And to tell you guys the truth, I'm super excited about this episode because Weekly NFL Picks is back. The segment from last year, really, the segment that started our podcast you know that was what our podcast was based around uh in those early days it's almost been an an entire year since we started the podcast almost anniversary is september 27th coming up but i remember you know back last september you know our podcast was based around our weekly picks and it has grown so much but super excited for nfl weekly picks to be back and this season it's going to be bigger than it ever has been. Here's why. Last year for our weekly picks, it was just me. And that was good. That was good. I I enjoyed it. I thought I was pretty good at it. But there's something about a competition that makes it a lot more interesting. I think you guys would agree with me. So, for year two of weekly picks, year two of the Just Sports podcast, I will be holding a NFL Weekly Picks competition between me and three of our other uh, very regular guests here on the Just Sports Podcast. So, competing in this competition, obviously this competition will uh, take place you know, throughout the entire season. At the end of the 18-week 2021 NFL season, we will have a winner. And that winner may just receive a prize. We're not quite sure yet, but I'm super excited. So obviously, I will be competing in this competition. We also have the man, the myth, the legend, Charlie Grace. Charlie's in this competition. Jack Bardis, also in it. And we have the regular on the show, Josh Boyke, also in this competition. Uh, None of them are on the episode with me today. They weren't able to make it, which is fine. Uh, I have their picks for this week. I had them for last week as well, so keep a track of those. They'll stop in for a couple of our episodes uh, for weekly picks in the future. Uh, so don't worry, they will be back. Uh, but just me today. Obviously, no weekly picks episode for week one. Uh, it just it just didn't work out uh, time wise. So I apologize, but I will kind of go over what happened that week. Um, week one in the NFL. Uh, it was great to be back on the couch, uh, eating lots of food, and watching football. It was awesome. However, I would have to say that it was a very, very intriguing, very interesting, and a very surprising opening week in the NFL. A couple of top teams lost, and we saw a couple of upsets. We saw the Buffalo Bills lose. The Tennessee Titans lost. The Washington football team lost. The Cleveland Browns lost. And the Green Bay Packers, which I think was the most uh, intriguing game of the entire season, the Packers lost as well. So, in terms of pick-wise, it was a pretty difficult... It was a, it was a rough week for us here at the Just Sports Podcast. Um, I led the way that week, and to say leading the way is kind of an overstatement because I went 8-8 eight and eight in my picks that week. So, leading the way at 500. However, leading nonetheless. And in second place, we had a three-way tie. Charlie, Jack, and Josh all went 7-9. and nine on their picks. So very, very close. Hopefully we'll be able to turn it around this upcoming week. So without further ado, here is the Just Sports Podcast 
NFL Week 2 picks. Let's get started with Thursday Night Football tonight in about one hour out there in FedEx Field. The Washington football team will do battle with the New York Giants. Uh, Washington coming off their loss to Los Angeles Chargers. Obviously, Fitzpatrick went down with an injury, so Taylor Heineke will be the starter for Washington this week against the Giants and for the foreseeable future. For the Giants, they took a home loss against the Denver Broncos. Kind of got embarrassed in that game. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater carved him up a little bit. Uh, Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones hit a milestone in his career for 40 career turnovers. Let's give a, a round of applause real quick for Daniel Jones. Very good job to you, uh, one of the best players at turning the ball over in the entire NFL. So congratulations, Daniel Jones. 40 turnovers, a great accomplishment there from uh, what some would call a promising quarterback. But I would call a waste of time quarterback. Yes, Daniel Jones may just be the worst starting quarterback in the entire NFL. And I will stand by that. I will stand by it until he proves me wrong because he will never prove me wrong. He is horrific. And that could go down as one of the biggest draft busts in NFL history. This week, Washington Giants 0-1. Who's going to get the first win uh, for this? So as of right now, I don't have Jack Bardis's picks in. Uh, however, I will be posting them on the IG as soon as I get them. So we just have me, Charlie, and Josh. And all three of us are going with the Washington football team to win this week. I think that's pretty easy. Uh, Daniel Jones, I think, will struggle immensely against a very good Washington defense. And Taylor Heineke, I think, will make enough plays. I expect a low-scoring game. I expect Washington to come out with their first win of the season uh, at home against the Giants. So now we'll move into the Sunday slate. We have the Cincinnati Bengals traveling to Soldier Field to take on the Chicago Bears. Uh, Bears coming off their week one loss on Sunday night football to the Los Angeles Rams. Matthew Stafford airing it out with some big time plays. A couple of blown coverages by the Bears led to those. And some poor play from Andy Dalton. Uh, they really were never in this game, I would say. And the Bengals coming off a pretty impressive win, uh, overtime win against the Minnesota Vikings, a team which a lot of people, including our very own Josh Boyke, thought was going to be a playoff contender. Vikings definitely didn't get off on the right foot losing to Cincinnati. And I think a big part of that for Cincinnati was the emergence of Jamar Chase, 100-plus receiving yards and one touchdown in his debut. There were a lot of questions around Chase uh, entering the season. You know, he struggled with drops throughout training camp and in the preseason didn't look too good either. Uh, he kind of silenced them. I was one of the people who was kind of, um, I would say the right word is skeptical about Jamar Chase. Uh, he proved me wrong. So uh, a shout out to Jamar Chase. He played a very good game against Minnesota. However, this is a much better Bears defense he's going against this week. Uh, Andy Dalton still the starter for Chicago for this one. Uh, we'll see how long that lasts. He definitely did not play great. Uh, first drive of the season throws an interception, which... Is and is not his fault. It was tipped by a defensive lineman, I believe, and then caught. So it's not like it was 100% his fault, but he still, I mean, throughout the rest of the game, he didn't look very good. However, I am going to go with the Bears to win this week. Uh, Bengals obviously played really well. Uh, I don't think they're going to have quite as much offensive success as they did against the Vikings against a much better Bears Defense, and I think Andy Dalton will play well enough to get them, you know, maybe a 24-21 victory over the Bengals. However, Josh and Charlie do disagree with me. Uh, Josh and Charlie both taking the Bengals in this one. I'm taking the Bears. Next, we have the Houston Texans traveling 
to take on the Cleveland Browns. Texans coming off their improbable victory over Jacksonville in week one. They absolutely dominated Trevor Lawrence, uh, forcing him to throw three interceptions. Tyrod Taylor uh, silencing all the haters. He looked very good as well. And Cleveland coming off their week one loss. They played hard and they played well against the Kansas City Chiefs. Just weren't good enough to uh, defeat the reigning AFC champions. So now we got Browns, Texans. Uh, all of us are going with Browns on this one. Myself, Josh, and Charlie, we're all on board with the Browns to get their first win of the season. Texans simply, they beat the Jags, uh, which is great. It was a good start for them. However, uh, they're not they're not going to get it done against the Browns. It's a much inferior team. Uh, the Browns are much better than Jaguars in every aspect of the game. So give me the Browns in this one. I think most people would agree with me, and Josh Charlie are also agreeing with me on that one. Next, we have Rams at Colts. Rams, like I just talked about, uh, big-time Sunday night football win over Chicago. Uh, SoFi Stadium was bumping for the first time in their stadium's history. It was great to see. Uh, awesome atmosphere. Colts coming off their week one loss at home against Seattle. Uh, not much to say there. They played decent, but uh, I'm going to be honest, Russell Wilson and the Seattle Seahawks are a totally different monster in the first half of the season. We all know that, and we've been known that, uh, as I may say. So uh, yeah, now you get Rams traveling at Indianapolis. I think the Rams are going to win this one. Stafford is going to keep slinging. I do think it'll be a lower-scoring game than Colts-Seahawks was. I think both defenses are very, very astute, uh, very good. So a uh, low-scoring game. I think Carson Wentz uh, continues to grow in this offense, um, but I think the Rams get it done. I just think Matthew Stafford is going to be able to make some big plays uh, probably in the fourth quarter, maybe lead them on a game-winning drive to get the victory on the road against the Colts and start 2-0. So I have the Rams, and Josh and Charlie both have the Rams as well in this one. Next, we have the Bills traveling take on the Miami Miami Dolphins. Bills, like I said, one of those teams we didn't expect to lose week one, but they did. Mike Tomlin and the Steelers marched into Orchard Park, handed them a loss to start the season. So Bills on their back foot a little bit, 0-1. Josh Allen did not look particularly good in that game. Missed a couple of big-time throws, especially later in the game. A couple uh, key mistakes from the Bills as well. Uh, in the long run, uh, a Steelers defense did play very, very well. They traveled to Miami this week. Miami coming off their uh, slim win over the New England Patriots in Gillette Stadium. Uh, Tua played well. Not great. He played well. Now he's taking on the Bills. And this is based off last year. The Bills absolutely owned the Miami Dolphins. I mean, it, it was insane. The Bills dominated the Dolphins all year last year in the two matchups, so I really don't see it changing. I think Stephon Diggs is going to have a big-time game. Josh Allen's going to rebound 300-plus yards, three-touchdown kind of game against Miami. And Bills uh, get back on the right foot with their first win of the season. Uh, Josh and Charlie also agree with me on that one. They both have the Bills as well. Uh, next, we have the Patriots traveling to the Jets. Just talked about the Patriots. Uh very narrowly lost to the Dolphins in week one. It was a good game. Mac Jones looked very sharp in that one. Uh, definitely room to grow. However, I think out of the rookie quarterbacks, he probably looked the best out of all of them, uh, which is quite impressive, I must say. And then you have the Jets, another rookie quarterback. Zach Wilson made his debut last week. 
they did lose to Carolina in a close one. Uh, I think it was a tale of two halves for that one for Zach Wilson. Uh, first half of the game did not look very good. And then second half, he came out blazing, uh, threw for a touchdown, and looked very impressive indeed. It'll be interesting to see if he can carry that momentum he had in that second half of the Panthers game into I mean, they're going to have to hit the ground running against a good Patriots defense, uh, get some momentum early, uh, make sure, you know, this isn't a slugfest between the defense and just a grind-out game. Because if that happens, Patriots are going to win. However, I do see the Jets winning, and I think it's going to come down to the quarterback play. I think Zach Wilson will come out uh, blazing, just like he did in the second half of the Panthers game. And I think he's going to outperform Mac Jones in this game. So I am taking the Jets. However, Josh and Charlie are disagreeing with me. They take the New England Patriots in this one, which I do understand. Jets, a little bit of an underdog in this one. But I do like Zach Wilson. I picked him to be my offensive rookie of the year. So I'm going to stand by that, and I'm going to take New York in this one. Next, we have the San Francisco 49ers taking on the Philadelphia Eagles. 49ers coming off their road win against the Detroit Lions. Uh, Lots of points put up in that one. Uh, 49ers defense, however, did not look very good. Jared Goff carved them up. DeAndre Swift ran for 100-plus yards, and Detroit very nearly completed a second-half comeback against San Francisco. How crazy that would have been if they would have been able to. Just fell a little bit short, so 49ers escape 1-0. Big news out there in the San Francisco. Raheem Mostert, for the second season in a row, will deal with injuries, and he will be out for the rest of the season. So now it's time for guys like Elijah Mitchell, Trey Sermon to step up in his place. Elijah Mitchell ran for 100-plus yards in Week 1's game against the Detroit Lions. So he uh, very much so looks capable of filling the uh, filling the hole that Mostert leaves. And the Philadelphia Eagles, they won their first game of the season big time against the Atlanta Falcons on the road. Jalen Hurts also silencing his haters out there in Philadelphia. He played... Very, very well. I'm not saying that Jalen Hurts is the dude out there for Philadelphia because it was against the Falcons, uh, which is one of the worst defenses in the league. However, I will say he played very, very well, and I was impressed by what I saw out of Jalen Hurts. So now you get Eagles, 49ers. I am going to take the 49ers in this one on the road. Uh, I expect it to be, you know, a 30 to 30, you know, up there in points kind of game. I think it. I think it'll come down to the wire out there in Philadelphia. However, I just don't see Jalen Hurts putting together two performances in a row uh, quite like he did in week one. I don't expect him to replicate that performance in any way, and I think Elijah Mitchell, Trey Sermon, that rushing attack for San Francisco will be able to wear down this Philadelphia defense as the game goes on. I think Jimmy G gonna uh, you know gonna make plays when they need him to i think the defense will step up maybe get a couple of sacks out of uh, you know nick bosa and company i think i'm taking 49ers in this one charlie also taking the 49ers and josh is rolling with the eagles in this one so a little bit of debate there next you have the raiders traveling to the steel city to take on steelers raiders what a win they had over Baltimore on Monday Night Football. I mean, what a game. Just already a game of the year candidate. Went into overtime. I think, uh, what was it? The Raiders thought they scored. They thought they won the game. He was short. So they were, what, down on the one or two yard line. Uh, They did not be able, they weren't able to punch it in from there. So then Lamar got a chance to drive down the field. Lamar, uh, who was it? Car- was it Carl Nassib? 
or Max Crosby, one of those two, forced a fumble on Lamar. Raiders got the ball back and that time won it for real. So, I mean, just just a crazy game. Uh, Raiders, uh, this is pretty typical of the Raiders. Raiders usually pull off an early season upset. It gets people talking and then they kind of fade away as the season goes on. However, Derek Carr played really well. Darren Waller was already in midseason form. And the defense, with led by Max Crosby, uh, I think impressed a lot of people in that game as well. Now they're traveling to Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh also pulled off an improbable win. They went into Buffalo. They went into the heart of the Bills Mafia, and they came out with a dub. Uh, ben Roethlisberger did not play great, but he made plays when they needed him, especially in the second half, and led them to that victory. But I would say the defense... Uh, was the factor in that one. They gave Josh Allen fits all day. Lots of pressure from guys like TJ and Cameron Hayward. I believe TJ Watt actually had two sacks, one and a half, two sacks in that game. So uh, obviously a big factor. And that one, I was very impressed with the Pittsburgh DBs as well. Uh, Locked up guys like Stephon Diggs and Cole Beasley all day. So Mike Tomlin and the Steelers have to be happy about that. I do see the Steelers winning this one. I think... Their defense will be able to slow down Derek Carr and Darren Waller after their hot start to the season. I think Big Ben will rebound, play better than he did against Buffalo, and lead the Steelers to a 2-0 start. Uh, Josh agrees with me. He's also taking the Steelers. But Charlie, rolling with the Raiders, uh, hoping they continue their hot start this week. Next, you have the Saints at the Panthers. Like I said, Saints pulled off a very intriguing win over Green Bay. Aaron Rodgers played horrifically, but also... Uh, Got to give credit where it's due. Saints defense did play quite well in that one as well. And James Winston threw for five touchdowns, uh, 200 yards, but five touchdowns, meaning he was manufacturing drives and finishing them off in the red zone, which is one of the most important factors in the entire NFL, being able to capitalize when you get into the red zone and punch it in. That's the difference between winning and losing games. And James Winston was fantastic against the Packers. So now they're traveling to Carolina. Carolina came away with a week one win over the New York Jets. Sam Darnold, revenge game over his old team. He looked good. CMC is back. He was very impressive in his first game back. But now they've got to deal with James Winston and the Saints team with Alvin Kamara. And so many uh, playmakers on both sides of the ball. So all three of us are taking the Saints in this one. I don't see the Panthers being able to stop James Winston and Kamara. I think Saints are going to win this one with ease. Next, you have the Broncos at the Jaguars. Broncos, like I said, impressive win over the New York Giants. Teddy Bridgewater won the starting job over Drew Locke in the offseason. A lot of questions around that. He played very well in that one. I think we all saw his fourth down play. Kind of scrambled out, broke a tackle, threw a sidearm dart to, I can't remember the tight end's name. It wasn't Noah Fant. It was one of their other tight ends. And scored the touchdown on fourth down. Really big play there. Uh, so Broncos off to a good start. They're on the road again this week, taking on Jacksonville. Uh, it, was, it was a terrible start to the season for Jacksonville. They were the favorites in their game against Houston, and Houston kind of ran away with it uh, right off the right from the get-go. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, uh, positives and negatives from his first game. He threw for three touchdowns. Uh, however, he threw for three interceptions. It's a, It was a very... You know, 2017, 2016 type James Winston stat line for Trevor Lawrence. Lots of yards, three touchdowns. Oh, wait, but he had three interceptions. That kind of stinks. Yeah, it kind of does stink. Kind of cost the team the game a little bit. 
Uh, but that that's what happens when you're a rookie, right? Uh, learn from it and get better from it. I think Trevor Lawrence will get better as the season goes on. I don't think we'll throw, see him throw for three interceptions. I, at least I should say, I hope we don't see him throw for three interceptions in a single game again, because that would be quite alarming for the people down there in Jacksonville. Uh, Urban Meyer, coaching debut in the NFL, uh, was very, very bad. Uh, there are already questions about Urban Meyer's future in Jacksonville uh, after week one, which is uh, maybe a little bit harsh, but we'll see if uh, the questions around his future are justified after this week. Uh, all three of us are also rolling with the Broncos in this one. I think the Broncos defense will play well enough. I do see Trevor Lawrence throwing for a good amount of yards and a couple touchdowns in this one. Uh, but I don't think the Jags defense will be able to hold up enough. I expect it to be a very close game, but I like the Broncos uh, continued their hot start. Next year, the Vikings at the Cardinals. Cardinals, very impressive win over the Titans. They kind of dominated Tennessee. Uh, personally, I had picked Tennessee in that game, and uh, I was pleasantly surprised to see Kyler Murray uh, popping off. I'm a big Kyler dude. I have him as Offensive Player of the Year, and uh, he, he played very, very well in that game, made some very nice plays. Vikings, like I said, coming off their loss in Cincinnati, a little disappointing, uh, but we'll see if they can right the ship. I have the Cardinals. Winning this one, I think Kyler will again just carve up uh, the Minnesota defense just like he did the Tennessee. Minnesota's defense is not that much better than Tennessee's. It's a little better, but not uh, you know that much better to make a difference against Kyler. I have the Cardinals rolling in this one, and so do Josh and Charlie. Next, we have Falcons at Buccaneers. Tom Brady against the Falcons. We all know, we've all heard 28-3 to jokes. Uh, Tom Brady seems to play better against the Falcons than other teams. I uh, don't seem to know why. We saw it last year. I think we're going to see it this year again. Bucks coming off their week one win against Cowboys. Falcons, obviously, a disappointing loss to the Eagles. They didn't look very good at all in that one. So I think it's a pretty easy pick here. I think the Buccaneers' Tom Brady roll over the Falcons. I have the Bucks in this one. So does Josh and Charlie. Next, we have the Cowboys at the Chargers. Cowboys coming off their week one loss. To the Tampa Buccaneers, I don't think it. I don't think you can ever say a loss was impressive in the NFL, but this is about as close as it gets to being an, an impressive loss for the Dallas Cowboys. Uh, nobody really gave them a chance heading into Tampa Bay against the defending champs, and they took it down to the wire against Tom Brady. Dak Prescott in his first game back looked very, very sharp, which I think has a lot of Dallas fans really excited. Uh, there were some worries though. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott did not look very good at all and the linebacker core made a couple of key mistakes in that one a couple missed coverages against rob gronkowski led to a couple touchdowns so there's positives and there's negatives from that game for dallas uh they're traveling to los angeles take on the chargers who won a tight one against uh washington i think the most exciting thing for los angeles is seeing derwin james back out there healthy and playing very, very well. He played very well against Washington. We'll see if he can continue that. I have the Chargers in this one. I think it's going to be lots of points, both teams with prolific offenses. But I think at the end of the day, Justin Herbert is going to make a big-time play in the fourth quarter to win this game for the Chargers. I have the Chargers, and so does Josh and Charlie in this game. Next, we have the Tennessee Titans at the Seattle Seahawks. Like I said, Titans. Uh 
the the best word to describe their week one loss against the Cardinals would be embarrassing. Embarrassing. Cardinals came into your home stadium and completely embarrassed you. Tennessee Titans, very hyped up at the beginning of the season. Oh, they've got Julio, AJ Brown, Derrick Henry, Ryan Tannehill. It's going to be insane. Yeah, the offense is insane. The defense, not so much. Uh, defense wins championships, people. Tennessee is not winning no championships with that defense. I hate to break it to you guys. That's going to be an issue for Tennessee the entire, I mean, the entire season. Their defense is going to get carved up. That offense is going to have a lot of pressure on them to score a lot of points. And they didn't against Arizona. The offensive line was horrific. Taylor Luan allowed Chandler Jones to have five sacks. I mean, come on now, Taylor. You're supposed to be one of the best offensive linemen in the game. You looked like a middle schooler trying to block Chandler Jones out there. Uh, embarrassing for the Titans. I think that's the best word to sum it up. Uh, and now they have to travel to Seattle to take on the Seahawks, who are 1-0. They're rolling. Uh, like I said, Seahawks and Russell Wilson always seem to be better in the first half of the season. So this seems like a very uh, difficult game for Tennessee, a very improbable win. Uh, I'm taking the Seahawks in this one. Like I said, it, it's very hard to pick against the Seahawks uh, first half of the season just because they're just, they're just a completely different team. I don't know how to explain it, and I don't know why it happens, but they are. So I'm going to take the Seahawks in this one. I think Seahawks, like I said, Tennessee Titans defense, not going to be able to. They are just have no shot at stopping Russell Wilson, DK, Chris Carson, Tyler Lockett. There's no shot at that happening. So I have the Seahawks winning. Josh agrees with me, but Charlie is actually rolling with the Titans in this one. I think it's very unrealistic that the Titans win this game. However, I mean, if Derrick Henry has a you know career game, they have a chance in this one. Uh, Sunday night football, Chiefs traveling to Baltimore to take on the Ravens. Chiefs uh, came back in the second half against the Browns to win that one. A very exciting game. Patrick Mahomes looked very good. Tyreek Hill and Kelsey as well. And the Baltimore Ravens, uh, a loss against Las Vegas. Key mistakes in that one, the fumble, and among others. Lamar Jackson uh, made some big plays on the ground, not so much through the air. Uh, I think the big uh, issue for Lamar in that one was missed reads on, a, on various plays, a, very, a couple third downs as well. He had a simple check down or... You know, a wide open man over the middle. I remember one third down, he had uh, Mark Andrews, who is the guy you usually look to on a third and short situation, open on a little curl route right in the middle of the field. Would have got the first down. Lamar instead throws it out wide to his running back, who was his check down in that play. And he overthrew the running back and they had to punt. I mean, that's just stuff that loses you football games. I mean, just making the wrong reads, it it's not... I mean, it's it's obviously it's complicated because you're in the NFL, but for a quarterback of Lamar's level, uh, his uh, out, out amplitude or however you want to say it, uh, that should be a simple, simple read. It's a simple read for guys like Brady and Rodgers and Breeze and Manning and all the greats. He's got to be able to make that those uh, you know he has to eliminate those mental mistakes, especially with their team riddled with injuries this early in the season. Uh, Lamar has to step it up if. Baltimore wants to be legit contenders this season. Now they have to take on the Chiefs. This is going to be a very difficult game for Baltimore to win. I'm taking the Chiefs, as is Josh and Charlie. And last but not least, we have Monday Night Football. The Lions traveling to take on the Packers. Lions uh, were impressive in their loss. I just said it's very hard to say that, but I can say that for the Lions because their offense 
played very, very well. Jared Goff uh, played well. TJ Hawkinson played well. DeAndre Swift and Jamal Williams played well. And Panay Sewell played very, very well, too. Uh, so the offense looked good. Defense, not so much. They allowed 40-plus points to a 49ers offense who isn't – I wouldn't categorize the 49ers offense as prolific, uh, as to say. So a lot to fix for the Lions defense. We knew that coming into the season. Jeff Okuda now out. Not that that makes much of a difference. I mean, he's not that great of a corner. But for Dan Campbell, it could have been a much worse start. And it, it wasn't the worst start to the season possible. Now they take on the Packers. However, for the Packers, it was the worst possible start to the season for them losing to New Orleans Saints. Rodgers looked horrific, probably the worst starting quarterback in week one. However, I think Packers are going to bounce back. I think Rodgers-Adams' connection will be on point. Aaron Jones will carve up a very weak Lions run defense. Uh, give me the Packers. Josh also agreeing with me. But Charlie, he loves his Lions. Charlie's going with the Lions to get the win on the road that one that pick might come back to bite charlie in the future so yeah that is our nfl week two picks uh thank you guys for listening uh make sure you guys go follow us on the instagram at just sports underscore pod posting a lot of content on like on there uh, like i said posting you know i'll be posting our picks and also jake bardis's picks who i don't have at the moment but i will be posting those i'll be giving updates you know like i said it's competition uh, between the four of us and I'll keep posting updates on there and I'll obviously lots of other stuff as well. So make sure you go follow, follow that. That's kind of our central base for all of our content. So make sure you go follow that. And uh, yeah, I just want to thank you all for listening. This has been our first, our first NFL weekly picks of the season. I'm your host, Will signing off.